from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. These sound like things that we're used to hearing people talk about when it comes to human patients. I'm not so used to people talking about them when it comes to pets. Do they generally work in the same way? And a lot of them really depend on the client's um, ability to be able to follow through uh, with their own time commitment. So I have to ask about Susie Q. Is she adoptable at this point? I know she had some pretty extensive therapy. I'm Sarah Fenske. If your dog or cat suffers from chronic pain, the Humane Society of Missouri is here to help. This spring, its Animal Medical Center of Mid-America opened its second integrated veterinary pain management center on Macklin Avenue in the city. The first opened in 2017 in Maryland Heights. And what's happening on site is positively innovative. Our producer, Laura Hamden, paid a visit last month. She talked to registered veterinary technician Maggie Michael. Maggie fosters Susie Q, a puppy whose back legs are paralyzed due to a crush injury. For the last four weeks, they've worked on getting her nerves working again. So Susie Q came to us about a month ago. Um, I did take her home with me that first night, um, and we kind of got to know how she was. We did some x-rays on her, um, kind of try to get a really good understanding of how what her injury was, um, how she was going to progress, what the treatment protocol really should be for her in order to make sure that she um, has the best, basically, um, progress throughout the whole um, treatment. Um, and we do laser therapy with her, underwater treadmill, um, and then she comes home and she just runs rampant with my dogs um, all the time. And she loves her chair and um, she's just a happy dog, very happy puppy, yeah. Now, Maggie Michael explained a bit about Susie Q's course of treatment. She's been doing really well. We've seen a lot of progress with her um, in the last four weeks. Um, so she came in with basically muscle mass around um, her basically her quadriceps, came in about 17 centimeters on each side, and she's already increased to 22 centimeters on each side um, just in that four weeks of treatment. Um, we try and do underwater treadmill every day. We try and do laser every day. Um, and then if we're not doing those on the weekends, she gets range of motion and exercises at home. She's in her chair. Basically, we basically fuss with her back legs as much as possible in order to get her used to like moving them and everything. And Maggie Michael added this. Our goal is that she's basically up and walking and can be the active, energetic, normal dog that she wants to be. Um, and so that's, we just want to make sure that she has the best life possible. Um, and with the progress that she's making so far that we're, we're getting to that goal. So, How would you describe her personality? <laughs> um, she's bouncy, very bouncy. Um, she's energetic. She's uh, just the sweetest puppy. Um, and then she really knows kind of how to chill too. Um, so she's kind of got that all around just like, and her puppy eyes are just, you know, completely drawing you in all the time. Yeah. That is Maggie Michael, a registered veterinary technician at the Animal Medical Center of Mid-America. And the therapies for foster dog Susie Q take place at the new Integrated Veterinary Pain Management Center, which opened this spring in South St. Louis. And joining us now with more is Dr. Travis Arndt. He's the medical director of the Animal Medical Center of Mid-America. That's the veterinary service operated by the Humane Society of Missouri. Dr. Arndt, welcome. Thank you. So you opened the first integrated veterinary pain management center in 2017. I should say the Humane Society opened that. But what's the idea behind this concept? Well, the idea was there's a lot of different modalities 
available for treating chronic pain in, in pets. And so we really were trying to look at putting as many of those together as we could to be able to offer clients different options for their pet. Um, there's not a one size or one therapy that works best for every patient. And a lot of them really depend on the client's um, ability to be able to follow through uh, with their own time and commit and time commitments. So by having several different options for, for clients, uh, we can kind of try to help tailor the one approach that's going to best fit each patient to the individual needs of that patient and client and, and hopefully get the best results. And so when you talk about these different options, um, we heard earlier about these uh, underwater treadmills. That sounds pretty exciting. Give us a sense of some other stuff you offer. Uh, well, so we also offer laser therapy, um, platelet-rich plasma therapy, chiropractic therapy, just um, old-fashioned uh, run-of-the-mill physical therapy and just trying to help animals work through various um, different exercises and strengthening conditioning. Uh, we offer traditional medical management. Um, we combine that with also supplements and, um, and just also even um, pulsed electromagnetic therapy. So we have a lot of different options, and then we just try to find the approach that's going to work best with each patient. So frankly, some of these things that you're talking about here, these sound like things that we're used to hearing people talk about when it comes to human patients. I'm not so used to people talking about them when they comes to pets. Do they generally work in the same way with animals that they work on people? Well, some of them have have been tried on, on animals before they were perfected on people. Um, some of them have kind of been the kind of go back and forth. So um, laser therapy is something that's been around for a long time. It's been used um, both in human physical therapy, human chiropractic, um, human rehabilitation. And so it's also used a lot in veterinary medicine, um, platelet-rich plasma therapy. So there's lots of research that was done. They used dogs as the research model to go and show that it worked for people. Hmm. And so there's extensive research showing that it works in, in dogs. And then they marketed it to, to people first. And so what we're able to do now is to be able to go back and offer a proven therapy to, to canines that they actually helped in, innovate and be able to be used on people. So it's really exciting to be able to kind of take it full circle and help a lot of our canine patients. And so these therapies, some of them sound pretty ex extensive. Are they also expensive? Um, it, it, it really depends. So there's some, some therapies which are, you know, platelet-rich plasma therapy is certainly less expensive than orthopedic surgery. Hmm. Um, it's less invasive and it allows patients to return back to their, their normal lifestyle very quickly versus surgery. Um, when you start looking at coupling some things with rehabilitation and platelet-rich plasma therapy, um, it, it, it can be a, a little bit overwhelming. Normally what we do is we market our services like the underwater treadmill and the laser therapy, which you can't do those services on a, on a patient one time and expect fantastic results. So we'll, we'll bundle those together, give clients a discount by prepaying for all those services in the bundle. Um, and it will go anywhere from a three-week session to a five-week session or sessions. 
and then we'll reevaluate and see what, how they're doing. Some of the therapies are designed to go and they're able to help stabilize a patient. They don't need anything in between. Other therapies are things that are done on a regular basis and you have to titrate them to effect. So you start out at a higher level and then you lower the, the intervals of, of the therapy sessions to maintain the results. So it, it, it can be a little bit different. Um, ultimately, most of our clients were looking for uh, not having to keep their pets on as many medications every day, which also can be fairly expensive. It's interesting just how much this parallels what happens with human health. Um, and I understand that the Blues and the Cardinals, speaking of, of humans, they have a connection to some of these therapies and, and technologies. What is that? Well, we've been told that the same laser that we're using, it, it is actually marketed on the human physical therapy side. And so um, it's the same type of laser that is being used by our professional athletes in St. Louis. Hmm. So, um, again, a lot of the therapies that we're offering, um, they, they may be things that people haven't heard of regularly, but they're being done routinely in all sorts of settings, both in animals and, and people. Mm -hmm. So the first uh, center of this kind opened in Maryland Heights. I'm curious how this new one, which opened this past spring in the city, um, what sets this one apart? Um, I guess it's allowed us to add a, a couple of things. So the, the biggest thing that we were able to add is we were able to add therapeutic ultrasound, which we didn't have uh, until this year. Um, and then we're also able to now we've been able to start offering platelet-rich plasma therapy to cats as well. So um, just being able to expand our our services and expand our, our patient load. Um, and then just honestly, it's just decrease the distance that clients have to go to get this service. So um, Animal Medical Center Mid-America has operated two clinic locations, one in St. Louis City and one in Maryland Heights. Only having the one pain management center was a little bit of a detraction for our St. Louis clients. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's not a, a great distance, but sometimes it, 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 that distance is enough of a barrier um, that clients don't want to take their pet out to Maryland Heights from St. Louis. Um, so again, being able to expand the service, have it at two locations, has just been able to increase the, the ability for clients to be able to come in explore what options are available for their pet. So since that soft opening that you had this spring, um, have there been a lot of patients that you've been able to serve? We've been very happy with the number of patients. Um, it's continuing to grow as more and more people learn of this service and find out that it's available to them. Um, so, yeah, we, we've been very happy with the launch thus far. I mean, we'd always love to be able to serve more patients and hopefully we'll continue to grow. So we talked earlier about the therapies uh, that a foster dog named Susie Q was doing, which includes the underwater treadmill. If people are curious to check this out for themselves, uh, you'll want to find our Instagram. That's at STL on air. We actually have an Instagram reel of Susie Q using the treadmill. It's so cute. Such an adorable dog. Gives you a sense of what we're talking about here. So I have to ask about Susie Q. Is she adoptable at this point? I know she had some pretty extensive therapy. At this point, she's still undergoing rehabilitation. Uh, we don't have a timeline for when that is going to be complete. We're really 
with, with things like this, you, you can't really put a time frame on it. She's been making progress steadily. And so we're still very optimistic that she's going to regain full use of her back legs. Um, and we're just going to keep reevaluating and just, just keep treating her, giving her lots of the love and attention as well as the rehabilitation that, that she's been getting. You had mentioned to our producer that she's seen not just physical improvements, but social ones as well. How so? Um, it, it's just been amazing. As we've been, one of the first things that we did with her is we put her in um, what's commonly called a wheelchair for dogs, but it really is a, a mobility assistance device. So it allowed her to be able to position her body in a normal walking position versus scooting and dragging her herself. Um, that's just reduced irritation and trauma to her skin as she was dragging her hind end along, along the ground, but it's allowed her to be able to run like a normal puppy. Uh, when she's in that wheelchair, she's just running up and down the halls, um, chasing toys, playing. Um, so it's just her mental outlook. She was very happy when she first came in. But she acts like a normal puppy now when she's in that in that cart. Um, she really enjoys doing the physical therapy and the underwater treadmill. Uh, she's able to stand for short periods of time. She's able to use her back legs and walk in the treadmill unassisted for short periods of time. And we're just trying to increase that, that time. Um, her muscle strength has improved since she's been here. So we're just very optimistic. Well, how great to hear about that progress. And uh, Susie Q, again, you can check her out on Instagram at STL on air. Uh, Dr. Travis Arndt, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. If you learned something new from today's episode, consider leaving us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the easiest way to help people discover our show. We appreciate it. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com.